Hey folks, welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Podcast and the Mindset Matters Edition, where I'm joined by my wife and Olympic mental performance coach, Stephanie hanlon Francie. Together, Stephanie and I engage in a conversation about different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. We believe that we're living in and through one of the most impactful global events in history. And let's face it, few have trained for or are equipped to deal with the life that is unfolding before them. The need to pivot in your business, your career, or perhaps deal with shifting family dynamics lies before many. We hope to inspire you to ask yourself questions or pause to consider how you view your world, your life. We'll invite you to check in on where you are on your journey, and are you still clear on your intended destination, or has it changed? Join us for this in our series of Mindset Matters. Listen in, enjoy. Hey folks, welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Podcast, Mindsets Matter. As always, I'm joined by my amazing wife, Stephanie Hanlon. Hey, hun. So Stephanie, we've got a topic we want to cover today because, you know, this one comes up for us often in the coaching that we do. So part of the coaching that we do, you know, when we're creating our or supporting clients and creating a context for their life is we have a values conversation. So one of the things we help people do is identify their five highest values. And, you know, that's all part of the process that we go through. And we often say, okay, well, based on what you know today, what would you say are your five highest values. That's where we generally enter the conversation, quite vague, just to find out where people are at. And what is always on their list? Nine times out of 10, integrity. Yeah. So we're going to tackle the integrity conversation today, which is not an easy one, by the way. Well, the word has many definitions for many different people. Yeah, well, we even we haven't Googled it for a long time, but I Googled it today and, you know, looked at Wikipedia and looked at the uh, dictionary definition of it. And I, I'll tell you what, even that's all over the map, but it's we're going to, super gonna, vague, it, but it's such an important word for a couple of reasons. And we'll get to that shortly, but let's just look at one definition that I came up. You know, what is the true meaning of integrity? Integrity is the practice of being honest and showing a consistent and uncompromising adherence to strong moral and ethical principles and values. In ethics, integrity is regarded as the honesty and truthfulness or accuracy of one's actions. And I think that's one that everybody, you know, kind of adopts vaguely. You know, I don't think, actually, I don't think many people... I don't think they understand the true meaning of the word integrity. Well, let's not pretend that there is a true meaning. I don't think there mm. is a true meaning. Yeah, through ethics and morals and values, those are so... Vague. Vague. Yeah, but you know what? We can't judge. So let's just unpack this. Well, we're going to continue to do that. So in the vagueness of all of that, I think most people consider integrity being about being honest. Yeah. You know. Consistent. Yeah. I don't think there's, you know, in my experience, and this is a word that we've really used and kind of gone deep on for many years now. And then, of course, there's structural integrity, you know, the structural integrity of a bridge. Or yeah, a, like the engineers have to know how to build the integrity of the steel or in our world back in the day when we were fooling around with skates and, you know, that it was the integrity of the leather and the integrity of that. So it's the integrity means something to or different things to different people. Well, integrity, yeah, the different... It has a meaning outside of this vagueness of morality, morality, for example, you know, and truthfulness. So 
Then there's five attributes. There's dependability, which means that people can rely on you and that you keep your promises, right? Tell you are the truth. true to your word. Yeah, don't tell, don't tell a lie. And then employers especially value and appreciate the loyalty of their employees. Like all of this is to say that there's a lot of definitions, a lot of vagueness. And what we're going to share with you in this podcast, which I think is important, is just a definition that we've used and come to, I guess, adopt over the years. I'm not saying it's ours, by the way. It's, you know, it was brought to us by a coach and many, many years ago that really came up with it. So let's just start at the top. Integrity. Who am I when nobody's looking? That's right. Who am I being when nobody's looking? Well, just who am I when nobody's looking? Yeah. So this goes back, you know, in sitting down and looking at, you know, integrity. And we often say, and we'll use this as an example, is that you cannot be out of integrity with anybody. But yourself. But yourself. And this is where the kind of the confusion starts to, what the hell are you talking about? So if somebody lies to me, then they've lied to me. Okay. Or if I lie to somebody, I've lied to somebody. Now they may look at me or I may, no, I would never do it. So they may look at me and go, you're out of integrity. I go with what? You know, I, you based know, on what? Based on what? So if I lied to you, I just lied to you. That was it. So did I, or didn't I? That's one part of it. Okay. So we kind of bring it back to this. If I say I'm not a liar. Okay. And then I lie. I'm out of integrity with me. I've identified, I've actually said, I'm not a liar. Now, somebody may not know that I lied. Mm, yeah. Okay? Ooh, good point. Right? So if I, if nobody knows I lied, if, then guess what? The only person that I'm out of integrity with is me because I'm actually making that statement. It's something that I say, this is who I am. I'm not a liar. And then you lie. Right. Now, nobody else knows that. Right. Okay, so let's go let's, a little deeper. We, okay, I'm going to use some examples here. Oh, that's here. good. Okay, so many years ago, young golfer in Edmonton has a winning round. But on one particular hole, he, like it was on the 17th hole or 14th hole, this is many years ago, TELUS Open, and he hit the wrong ball. Like he came out of the rough and realized that he ended up playing the fine the rest of the game with the wrong ball with the wrong ball and he but he won the tournament and he stopped and said i have to disqualify myself i've used the wrong ball now journalists and so many people said what are you talking about what did you why do did why you would do you why? say that you're the only one that knew that you just gave up 50 grand or 100 grand or whatever the number was back then it was a lot of money and it was, you know, he was early in his career and he legitimately won, but he didn't legitimately win. He hit the wrong ball. And in the rules of golf, you can't do that. So everybody's all over him. You can't, what that, why would you say anything? And he goes, I could never think that I I'd take ownership, that I, that I won this game knowing that I broke the rules. And they go, but nobody would know. He goes, yeah, but that's I know integrity. Now, over the years, we've heard athletes do that, and some people do that. I would know. That's integrity, yeah. and nobody else has to know. Only you need to know. So when we get into this word of integrity, it's sometimes I think overused. Well, it's so, used, I think, sometimes to judge other people. 
and, and oh, he's out of integrity because he didn't agree with me or he changed his mind. So he's out of integrity. And it's used as a kind of like a stick, a measuring stick to judge others. This is where people get into kind of interesting dilemmas, right? And it can get really complicated. And but I don't want to go there right now. But let's just say that what we've learned over the years, and I've learned the hard way over the years, is that I have certain values, okay? One of my values can be honesty, by the way. And maybe that's one of my values. I'm not, you know, like I'm just giving that as an example. <laughs> not that I wouldn't have that value, but it's not one of <laughs> no, my... because you do. It's not one of my... A little bit too much honesty sometimes <laughs> when it the, comes the, to me. <laughs> the point is this, is that whatever my values are, okay, I have to own those values. And then if I say those are my values and I don't live into those values, then the only person I'm being out of integrity with is me. So if, if you look at me and go, well, hold it, you know, Patrick, sweetheart, you know, love Love of my life, love of my life. You're, you know, you're not living the values that you are saying. And at that point, because of who you are and you know my values, you can I can say you I know, can hold you to a higher standard, right? You hold yeah. me to that, and then you go, oh, but I can go, but it's so tempting, and you go, yes, but it that is. will bite you in the ass because that's not your value. It's that's not, not who the, you are. It's not who you are, and you're going for a shiny thing, or you're chasing a pipe dream, or making like maybe something's going to be easier finally. Yeah, or right. ego. Ego. Mm. Ooh, that's a whole other podcast. But but that's the thing is that ego will take us out of integrity yeah. because we see that. So I've made those mistakes in the past with partners, for example, where I've got into relationships that I didn't align with them, but I went there because I thought I might and or I thought I did. And I thought maybe that's just me playing what whatever the... But playing small. Playing maybe. small, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. I had all... And this is another thing around it. We'll talk about that in a second. The word justification. Mm. So at the end of the day, I was out of integrity. Those have always, anytime I've done that in reflection, it's bit me in the ass. Stay true to who I am. Stay true to my values. Lots of people won't agree with them and that's perfect. Then they go away, right? The people who are aligned with my values stay with my values. Now, if I stay in integrity, which means honoring my values. And then maybe risking. Judgment. Judgment. Yep. Maybe rejection. Rejection, 100%. Yeah. So it's it's a difficult thing to do. Now, we often relate it to business, but it can be in relationships. So let's just give an example of that. You know, and this is where it gets a little convoluted. You know, I know in our own coaching is that when I'm listening to somebody explain something and they're justifying a decision. Or quantifying or qualifying, that's all, telling stories. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I think that's all different versions of justifying, mm-hmm. right? Yep. yep. As soon as you have to justify something, justify an action or a decision in a in a way that makes you, you're doing it to make you feel better. Or defensiveness. Yeah. Or yeah you're defensive, defending. Yeah. It, then it's probably wrong. <laughs> you know, nine times out of 10, it's just wrong. Yeah. Right. So that's the justification part of it. And we justify being out of integrity or justify being out of our values. values, Right. Not living true to our values. So I'll give you an example. If and we've seen this scenario unfold. Right. Which is somebody has an affair. 
and somebody that's married goes outside the marriage. Okay, got it. Yep. Okay, or maybe they're not married, but the other person is. One party is married. Okay. So, for example, if your stand is, I don't believe in extramarital curricular activity, right? (laughs) I guess that's what it's called. (laughs) I don't know what, how do you want to call it? So you haven't, but the point is, if you don't believe in it, right? If you, if your stand is for the relationship, for relationship. And what that, and you have a definition of it. And you have a definition of it. And you go, I would never have an affair with my, on my significant other, right? If that's your stand. Or I would never cheat with somebody else's spouse. Or I would never cheat with somebody else's spouse. Now, you find yourself in that scenario. The shiny thing looks good. The, you know, somebody's all of a sudden telling you how hot you are. And the next thing you know, you're having an affair. Now, you go away. Nobody knows Mm-mm. but you yep. and the other person. And maybe the other person is married. So guess what? Did, what were their vows? Or maybe they're telling a story that, that they're trying to get out of their marriage. Or they can justify it because he or she doesn't, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm like, I'm going to get divorced one day. Right. So the point is, is, is that these are little threads of integrity examples. So if somebody, even if they're single and their stand is, is that I'm not going to have an affair with a married person, you know, he, she doesn't matter. But the point is this, is that, and you do. You're out of integrity. With you. With yourself. With yourself. That's the key here in the Nobody's message. Nobody's going to judge you harder than you judge yourself. Well, you're the only Seriously. person. But here's the thing about but it. But that's what breaks down the, the self-worth. I mean, it goes right down to the core of your being. If you don't have the stand that you're okay with cheating or having an affair or sleeping with somebody else's spouse, if you're okay with that, then you're not out of integrity. And you'd probably make an announcement with, about it. Yeah. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if it's a secret. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So the point of this is that when we think about integrity, you know, the invitation in this particular discussion would be that you consider that if you're going to use the word integrity, consider that it really is you. You're the only person you can be out of integrity with. You can lie to somebody. You can be dishonest with somebody. You could not be loyal to somebody. But ultimately, integrity is about who you are when nobody's looking. So I'm curious. I mean, that's a really powerful example because we've been in situations over the last 10, 20, 30 years where we've been in those situations where we've known people that have had relationships with married people and they've said, this is my stand and they had reasons and excuses and justifications. What is the responsibility of the, of, of the person? So let's say somebody tells me they're having an affair and I know both people. Am I out of integrity? Or if my value is about confidentiality and about supporting other people, what's my role in that? Well, it's interesting. Uh, I know that's a good question. I don't know that I have an answer to that one. You know, my whole stand around certain things is don't tell me a secret. I don't want your secret. And because now you're expecting me to keep your secret, to keep your secret. And I'm not a, I, I, you know, one of my stands is I don't keep secrets. Mm -hmm. You know, I get it that if there's a business deal that's being done, you know, don't share this, this 
particular intellectual property with somebody of else. Course. That's a, that's a business transaction. But don't come up to me and say, yeah, so I'm having this affair with this girl or this guy. <laughs> and uh, just don't tell anybody. And I'm going. I cannot uh, keep your secrets. Don't, don't ever do that. Because you know what that is? A stress release. That stress relief for the person that's telling you that. And what I've really known and discovered over the years mm. is that if somebody is using me for their stress release, it's different in my coaching practice because I have the shroud of confidentiality. But if somebody's coming to me with a secret and expecting me to keep it, that's not, it's it's too much, it's too heavy. Yeah, no secrets, don't do that. Don't give anybody a secret. It's not fair to the other person. And now there's just two people keeping a secret. Now there's a, there's another side to this that we can go down, you know, about integrity and, you know, there's the moral values, for example, that were used in this definition. So morally, if there's a drug dealer, we'll use that as an example. And it's one that I've used in the past, which is morally, you may not, you know, you know, you may not agree with drugs, got it, but Especially when they were illegal. Yeah, especially <laughs> in the days when they were all illegal. Uh, but not so much anymore. But the point is this, is that a drug dealer or a thief, it doesn't matter. Sure. They can be in integrity. They actually can be. Morally, they're offside. Legally, Depending on where you are culturally. Where you are caught. But legally, they can be offside. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, within their world, you know, like, I'm a drug dealer. I'm not. You're not, but... <laughs> Don't don't take that. <laughs> I'm not a drug dealer, and I am not a thief. Think about Nixon. Right? I am not I a thief. Not, I know? did not have sex with that woman. Well, that was Clinton. That was, that, Clinton. Was, that was not Nixon. But the point is, is that so? Who are they in? You know, who are they as people? So they're lying. They know they're lying, and so is so maybe that's yeah, okay listen, with them. If they if they got an ounce of coke. And they're selling you an ounce of Coke and it's absolutely an ounce of Coke. And I'm 100%. But they're, not they, they're the drug dealer. The drug dealer. is yes. He's in integrity with himself. He's he, selling you the best quality for the right price. And it's exactly that. And he can live with himself. Yeah. So we would judge that. We deliver a good product. Morally, ethically, legally, he may be totally offside. Exactly. That's why you can't say morally, ethically, and legally integrity is in that same conversation. Right. Because in maybe in his world or her world... They're in integrity. A hundred percent. So as we go through this kind of process and thinking about integrity, and this is really, it, it gets, can get quite deep. It can get, uh, you know, understanding your values. Now, some people will never question their integrity because they don't really even have a strong kind of stand around what their values are. And that's when you do that, then it's easy to go offside one way or the other. Like I've certainly over the years, you know, been in situations where I'm looking around and there's, you know, let's say I'm, I'm hanging out with six other people and those six other people all agree on something that I don't agree. I'm going, no, it's like, I'll give you, well, this isn't the example, but I'll give you an example. Like six people decide that they're going to take advantage of somebody in business that has a lot of money, but they know they can screw them over, push this deal and screw somebody over. I can't do that. Like that, I would at that point in in who I am, I'd have to say, no, that I'm out. that's out. I'm out. You know, go blow your brains out. If that's a, you know, that may be. You can make it make sense. You can justify it. They can justify. And they it. can find their line. They can find and then go. You know something? It's really we're being upfront. It's not if he's not. You know, he's he's not paying just, attention. He's not paying attention. So for me, that's a line that I can't cross. Now I've made mistakes 
and compromised my integrity. Yeah, that's hurtful. And it, yeah, then the person that hurt primarily it was, was you me. And me. <laughs> and you, you are at the fact of it. But so the thing about this, folks, is that when you actually define integrity, it brings you back to the truth is always, the integrity is always with you. And when you hold a certain definition for it in a way that keeps you on the straight and narrow, I'll give you an example, another example. I think these are important. So I go into uh, Home Depot several years ago. This happened, but it, and I've done it since in different scenarios. But anyways, the point is this. I go into Home Depot and I'm buying some corner brackets. Now, if anybody's seen some corner brackets, they're not expensive ones. They're just cheap and they all kind of go together. You know, like when you bring them out, they're not individual items. They kind of stack together really neatly and nicely. So I go in there and I buy like eight of them or something and and a couple of other odds and sods. And I come out and I happen to be walking across the park, parking lot. And I am glance down at the bill as I'm walking and because in my back of my mind, I go, geez, that was cheap. And so I look down and I realize that I had stacked the corner brackets together because it's easier to carry that way. And I put them on the counter. I assumed that she saw there was eight in that stack and there wasn't, or the, she didn't. So she only charged me for one. She oh. only scanned one. So I turned around and went back in and I said to this young lady, I said, you know something, you only charged me for one. And uh, there's actually seven more here. And she goes, oh, my gosh. She goes, that's... Like, who does that? Nobody would do that. And I go, well, I got to live with myself, right? Yeah. And But, of course, most people would have justified it, I think. I don't want to say most. Or Many. just left and go, I win! No, they would have... Well, perhaps. No. And, and, I'm, but no, I'm, that's definitely there are some people that would have said, nice, you know, Home Depot, they won't even notice. Yeah. And it's not... They probably wouldn't. Maybe that's Home Depot. But tell the story about... Remember when we were at the Euler game? And I was working for the Oilers and we were sitting. Oh, in... that was so funny. But that was more than that. No. That, that was okay. Finish tell the story. story. So we were sitting in my was mom that and the, with the peanut. The, yeah, yeah. The girl. Yeah, okay. Tell the story. But this was kind of freaky because so Stephanie has these weird little premonitions and little views of I, she I sees shit. So anyways, so we're, we're at a hockey game and this uh, young lady comes. The popcorn seller. Yeah. Popcorn yeah. seller comes down. Peanuts. We buy, we bought peanuts and something else anyways and that's fine so at the end of the night we leave our seats and we're walking up and you bend you look down and you see 50 or 60 bucks no it was more than that it was like a wad of cash well it was it was enough to go that we went for dinner afterwards we all went for dinner afterwards she goes hey i got this uh wad of, wad cash. of cash let's buy a great bottle of wine so you did and then like i think it was like two nights later there was a second game and two or three nights later and we go there and you, this young lady comes and she, you look at her and go, "Uh oh, did you lose 150 bucks or whatever the number was? And she goes, oh, I did. And she starts crying. She, yeah, because it, they, they take, took it out of her salary yeah, or out of whatever, her, her yeah, yeah, out of her commissions or whatever they do. The point is this, is that you had said, you had said that I had this dream and I knew it was this girl. I knew it was her money. I knew it was her money. And there was no reason for you to know, given that there's, you know, thousands of people wandering around aimlessly. So that was kind of cool. And what was cool about it, that because I had worked with the Oilers and I knew Mr. McDonald at the steps and I went downstairs and I got to the to the area where the popcorn sellers and everybody was. And Liz, who was my old boss when I was an usherette before I was a skating coach, I said, Liz, I need to talk to this girl. 
I think I found her money. And I had 150 bucks two or three days later. And she, she came out of the room because she recognized us, right? And she came out of the room and said, I, and I said, this is your money. She starts crying. She starts bawling. She almost lost her job. And because we sat there, we stood there and handed her her cash back, she didn't lose her job. So I don't know if that was a premonition or whatever, but I knew in that moment when I spend that money on the bottle of the wine, that wasn't my money. And when I saw her two or three days later, I recognized her. And I don't know if that's an integrity issue or... Well, of course it is. You know, at the end of the day, you, sus- you didn't like you, you... You didn't feel good. Well, let's put it this way. Number one, to your point, you knew it wasn't your money. Yeah. Secondly, you knew... Somebody at, lost at some it. level that it was this young lady's money for right. whatever reason you knew you knew and so given that if you would have kept the 150 bucks in your jeans that would have been the integrity for you because that doesn't align with who mm-hmm. you are so keeping that 150 bucks when you were pretty sure it was hers i mean all you had to do was ask yeah. and did you lose some money yeah i lost blah 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 so the point was and she kept her job so the point was, is that, yes, she kept her job and you're the hero of the day. Yay, me. And the point is, you're the hero of the day in that you stayed in alignment Integrity with, with, myself. Your, with your values. Yeah. Your values would be that I would not just keep that money. Now, we're blessed to know lots of people like that. And, and it's really great to see the stands that people take so that they are true to who they are and they are true to themselves and they are true to their beliefs and their values. And that's really what this is all about. And when we use the word integrity, because we often, I think, I I think we hear it as being misused, but when you look at the actual definition of the word, it's vague and you can, it's open to interpretation. So just don't step over that because I also feel or see many times people have accused me or you of being out of integrity because we didn't agree with their decisions or their values. So they point the finger and go, but Patrick's out of integrity because he said this or did this and then did something else without knowing what's grounded, what what, what values that was grounded in. And I've heard that where somebody has judged another person to being out of integrity, but they actually don't know their values. A hundred percent. So when they're saying they're out of integrity, they're using a definition their called own filter. their own filter and they're using their filter called honesty or moral or what works standard. For me. Well, moral standard or, or what works for okay, them. Okay. Think about, in you their know, definition. we live in BC and there's a lot of different cultures in BC. And I know that in certain cultures, if a young woman is seen with a married, with a man that she's not married to, she can be murdered. And in their world, that's integrity because that's their value system. But in Canada, that's murder. And what I'm really starting to see now through this whole, what's going on right now in post-pandemic, et cetera, is that people are judging each other through these filters of my integrity, your integrity, your integrity, my integrity. But integrity is integrity. It's how do we judge and not use that word integrity when it's morality? Maybe it's morality. In one culture, it's okay to kill somebody if 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 they've you know been seen with a a person that they're not married with. That's not okay in Canada. It's not okay in North America, but it's okay in other cultures. So how do we process that, and how do we live globally when there's so many different levels of morality? 
Well, that's a different conversation. That's yeah, but you're talking about social standards. You're talking about morality. You're talking about cultural. But people complete that with integrity as well. Well, yes, you're right. They do. Com- they do actually, and that's why the, the that was the point of this podcast was to kind of set up a, a different thought process for integrity because all of those things. So if you're if you're well, you, you know, you make an okay, an interesting point. If you align, if you say you align with the moral societal standards and that's who you say you are, but it's all bullshit, then that's integrity yeah. for you. Yeah. Everybody else just sees you breaking the moral and societal standards. That's all they say. Well, hold it. That's not what we as a society agree to, or that's not mm. the moral standards that you within the religion agree to or, or whatever the politics it might be. Or, or the this, politics. Yeah. doesn't matter. So- those that's all fine but if you say that i am that if that's who you are defining yourself as and you break that if you break that and nobody knows you're breaking that it can only be you that's out of integrity otherwise you're just lying you know it's interesting when you think about that and you go a little bit deeper and pay attention to where you were out of alignment or out of integrity with yourself think about how much lower that gets like we think about shame You think about the guilt that could drive that. I mean, that's a whole other psychological conversation and a different podcast. But when we live out of integrity with who we say we are, I believe that's where dis-ease lives. I believe that's where we really go into another level of darkness. Well, I think there's a, yes, I agree with you. And there's one other thing that comes with this is that how do we set a benchmark for ourselves? And part of setting a benchmark is, number one, what are your values? Can you actually identify those values? What are they for you? And then are you staying true to those values? And are you prepared to be alone? And are you, well, that's, are you, well, it's like that golfer. Are you prepared to take a stand for your integrity, which is in, I don't cheat. Mm -hmm. If one of his highest values is, I don't cheat. He can't cheat. Then he can't cheat. And if he does, he's out of integrity. And just because somebody oh, doesn't do you know live it, with yourself? just because somebody else mm. doesn't know you cheated, doesn't mean you didn't to you. You know you cheated. So the only person that would know that is you in this case. And that's the integrity conversation. So who are you when nobody's looking? And in this case, you know, who are you when nobody knows? That you've maybe cheated. Right. So... Folks, hopefully this is kind of, uh, if nothing else, made you question or give some thought to what integrity stands for for you. Like, how is that? What does and, it mean and, to and you? And also, where do we judge ourselves and others? Because I think the word integrity is being tossed around way, way too lightly right now. And I think if we bring it back home and say, okay, where am I in or out of integrity with myself? In our world, in our definition, You can only ever be out of integrity or in integrity with you. That's it. And that comes from knowing and understanding who you are and defining who you are. And your values. Intentionally. And at that point, it's not about how I was raised. It's not about how I was brought up. It was none of that. There's no excuses. I adopt this, these values, these, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. And then living by what you stand for. And being prepared to be misunderstood or being alone in that stand. Can be that. That's a wrap. 
I don't know if this was fun, but it really gets me thinking. So thanks, hon. It was fun. It was fun. Thanks, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others. Share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.